It's Christmas time, and that means the left must start hating Christmas again and telling us all about it over and over and over again. Joe Biden gets some good news about the economy, but is it going to lead us into a good place? And a big arrest is made in the Bahamas. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Here's the problem with my place. And you may notice that the sound sounds a little bit different because I, I'm, I've got a bigger space now. I actually staying at Josie's place. Here's the problem with my place. In California right now, it's really cold. And I don't have any heat. And my place kind of just absorbs the cold. So I said, skip it. I'm going to stay. Excuse me. I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to stay with Josie and probably going to stay with Josie for a couple of weeks until it warms up a little bit. But my God, it's been cold. So. If you hear and it sounds like, oh, God, this sounds really different, just remember, that's why. It sounds, my sounds might sound a little different, but uh, I'm a lot warmer. So let's get to some news. All right. Um, FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried has been arrested in a surprise move at his home in the Bahamas. He is awaiting extradition to the United States, where he is facing a ton of charges. He's facing, this is what they've got him so far, and they say there's even more. Conspiracy to commit wire fraud on customers. Committing wire fraud on customers. Conspiracy to commit wire fraud on lenders. Committing wire fraud on lenders. Conspiracy to commit commodities fraud. Conspiracy to commit securities fraud. Conspiracy to commit money laundering. And conspiracy to defraud the U.S. and violate campaign finance laws. So this is the guy who heads that cryptocurrency exchange called FTX. Apparently what this guy did was, and I, I, I had to read this, and I didn't talk about it much, though I should because this is probably going, this is probably as big as what Bernie Madoff did and what Enron did. This guy is looking at the rest of his life in prison. So what he ended up doing is people would invest uh, they would invest in cryptocurrency in his exchange, which is run out of the Bahamas. Again, that's pretty much half the reason nobody caught it is because it's not under the Security and Exchange Commission. And then what he would do is he would take the cash that he got from the Bahamas and send it to his girlfriend's hedge fund. She would invest it and then take the money and just give it right back to uh, give it right back to uh, Freed. So yeah. He probably took out a couple of billion dollars. We're not really sure. They say it's between one and two billion, but they think it might be even more than that. Uh, so, yeah, he is he screwed a lot of people. So expect him to be in prison right now. Congress is actually holding hearings about him and what he did. And see, that what this shows me is, this is one of the things that really bothered me about cryptocurrency and why I, I never really invested heavy into it. It's because it seems kind of unstable like that, uh, that something like this could happen. And now a bunch of people have, were defrauded out of billions of dollars. So he'll be in the United States in a few days, it sounds like. It doesn't sound like he's going uh, to get extradited within the week. So it'll take a little bit to get him over here. So good news for Joe Biden. Inflation has eased to 7.1%. Now, I know 7.1% is like 350% over what it's supposed to be. Inflation is supposed to be between 1.5 and 2%. But, I mean, it's something. 
it's going down from 9.4%. So that is something. Um, the kicker is, I don't know, the White House is celebrating this. They're saying the economy is getting better. Jobs are being are being filled. And all of that is true. But the reality is the Fed has raised the interest rates to 4.25%. And they're going to raise it again to 4.75% next week. So they're going to raise it another half percent. So they're happy it's gone down, but it should have gone down because we've already raised the interest rates a bunch. So it's still way too high. And the Biden administration shouldn't be screaming and, and, and celebrating this. They, they should be saying, OK, we're, we're getting on the right track. But things are still up 7.1 percent. And by the way, when we talk about this, it doesn't acknowledge commodities like gasoline, electricity. It doesn't talk about anything like that. So 7.1 percent might be actually a little higher uh, because gasoline is, is removed. Now, gas is down. That's He's right there. Gas is down. Uh, in uh, I'm going to give you my deal. Now, gas in San Diego, where I live, I live right by a gas station that's one of the cheapest in San Diego. When Joe Biden took office, gas got up to, was at 279 a gallon. Okay. Well, Joe Biden's during this whole energy mess, gas got up to about $6.40 a gallon. And gas has dropped to $5 a gallon. Then it went back up to $6 a gallon. Now it dropped all the way down over the last few months to $4.39 a gallon. Now, the White House is celebrating this. Okay, couple of problems with the gas deal is, yes, gas has gone down to $4.39 at, by my place. Yeah, it still was at $2.79 when he took office. So you, you do the math. It's, it's over, still $1.50 over what it's supposed to, what it was. And not to mention, uh, eventually we're going to have to stop taking oil out of the strategic reserve. We are just ripping oil right out of the strategic reserve, and I, it's got to be replaced eventually. So before all the celebrating occurs, we need to think, we need to really just look at the realities of the situation. I don't see gas going down to 2 to 79 again at this pace. Now, the big thing with the economy that seems to be really worrying people, uh, the Fed included, is not just that inflation is really high. They're worried about inflation. They, they think they can get it down. Um, chances are they're probably going to have to raise interest rates to between 5 and 7%. Um, I'm thinking six to seven percent, and I wish they would just do it already. All that stuff is necessary in order to soften demand, and that's what the goal here is. It's to raise interest rates to the point that people just decide, you know, I'm not going to spend money, I'm not going to buy cars, I'm not going to buy houses, things like that. That'll take care of demand, and then the inflation will go down. Things will start coming down in price. Uh, it's working. But what we're also seeing is stagnation. So we're not technically in a recession right now because uh, the uh, GDP went up to 2.9% last quarter. So that's good. But we also are not looking at having any real growth over the next year. So a lot of economists are saying we're still going to end up in a, in a recession. This is not going to be a soft landing. But I'm hopeful that, that maybe we can have a softer landing. 
than what I was saying three or four months ago when I'm saying, God, when this economy crashes, it's going to crash and it's going to crash hard. I'm hoping that's not the case. Uh, hopefully inflation, they, it, I wish they just raise the interest rates, get them up to 6% and let's, let's kill the inflation right off the bat. The only reason I don't want to do that is that will actually stagnate the economy beyond all belief. So they're trying to raise the interest rates and not stagnate the economy. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. And then a final little piece of news before we get to the – this all happened today, by the way. So it, this is all new. That's why I'm bringing this up. Cambridge Dictionary is being criticized because they've decided to change the definition of man and woman. And they are using the definition of gender identity. So the definition they're using is an adult who lives and identifies as female, though may have been – said to be said to have been a different birth a different sex at birth so in other words an adult who lives and identify i want to read that again because i didn't get through it real well an adult who lives and identifies as female though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth okay here's the problem with this definition and this is the problem the left has when actually trying to define this stuff it's a circular definition so if you're saying this is a person who identifies as a woman, even if she was a man at birth, the question still remains, what's the definition of a woman? This is the argument they can't get through. It's a circular definition. A woman is a woman who I, a woman is a person who identifies as a woman. Okay, well, what is a woman? Well, I, that's the whole problem. So uh, Cambridge Dic the Cambridge Dictionary, which I'm really surprised because it's one of the main dictionaries out there, comes up with a Mickey Mouse definition. A lot of conservatives on the Internet are really bent out of shape with this because this is changing the definition of words. This is stuff that George Orwell talked about. As a matter of fact, one of the best tweets from Dan McLaughlin, he said 1984 wasn't supposed to be a how-to manual. This is exactly what happened in 1984. And when the guy didn't, the guy, for example, um, the main character, Winston, when he didn't identify with the garbage that the state was saying, they ended up torturing him. And one of the parts of the book where he was being tortured was, what's two plus two? He would say four. He goes, no, the state says it's five. And they tortured him until he admitted to the state and believed it. That two plus two was five. Really, just I, I, it's cliche, but Orwellian stuff. That's what these people are actually doing, and it's infecting. This crap is infecting our institutions. So today, Joe Biden is going to sign the Respect for Marriage Act. Um, this is a big deal for the president because it's probably the last bill he's going to be signing during his presidency. I don't see him getting away with much more of the crap he's doing. So he decided to pull the stops and invite a bunch of people for the signing. Now, I didn't talk much about the Respect for Marriage Act. Um, I don't like the bill. I think it's a waste of time. Uh, good news, neither does the left, neither does the right. Uh, the bill is basically codifying Ob Obergfeld, Oger Oberfeld, Obergfeld, the case that legalized gay marriage. Um, this wasn't necessary. Now, I'm against this bill. 
not because I don't think gay people should get married, but I don't think we should be defining two men and two women. Being married is the same as a man and a woman being married. I, I think there is a lot to be desired for the traditional nuclear family where you have man, woman, child. Um, man, man, child, woman, woman, child. I don't think that is, I still to this day do not think that is a very healthy uh, a healthy relationship there with two men having a child or two women having a child. And, I, I, and I'm coming from a guy who has uh, a daughter who is married to another woman and has a child. So I, I just don't think that is a very healthy thing. The other reason I don't like it is it doesn't protect religious people. So what it basically says is it protects churches. It sh protects homes that have religious values. It does have that in there. And that's, by the way, why the left doesn't like it. They don't want any restrictions on this stuff. So they basically want to be able to condemn churches and they want to be able to condemn homes. But what the bill doesn't protect is people who live a religious life outside of church and home. So, for example, if you're a baker in Colorado who doesn't want to bake a cake for a gay wedding, you can still be sued for that. So, which, I mean, the Supreme Court keeps knocking those things down, but that's what the left does. They continually sue. So, that's the issue I have with that. So, it's, it's, not, a great, it's not a great bill. I don't think it really does much. I just wish they would have gone further. And I think we talked about this a little bit earlier in an earlier podcast, but I'm not thrilled with the bill, but neither is the left. So, okay, no one's happy with it. I don't know why everyone's making a big stink about the signing. Anyway, so Joe Biden decided to invite two activist drag queens. Okay, I, you just can't make this crap up. You really can't. And I might as well start cussing because I'm going to be cussing a little later, not because I'm angry, but I'm going to be quoting someone who is really angry. So Marty Gould Cummings, and yes, I'm sure that's not her real, his real name, and uh, I'm sure there is sexual overtones to that, and, jeez, I can't even believe I'm saying this name, Britta Filter have been invited to the White House for the signing. Now, I don't know much about Britta Filter, but she was filmed in a church doing a drag performance, wearing a short skirt and a thong. And I said, she, I got to stop doing that. He was in a church. I'm sure it was a utilitarian church or something. I can't see a Catholic church that's happening. Uh, he, he was dancing in a short skirt and a thong. And, uh, so this is what, this is what, uh, this is what they, they said. She tweeted, he tweeted, excuse me, this is what he tweeted, to be a non-binary drag artist invited to the White House is something I never imagined would happen. Thank you, President and Dr. Biden. Jeez, we're so, we're, we live in a world where, where this man thinks he's a woman, and we live in a world where Jill Biden, people think Jill Biden is a doctor. I, I, that's the kind of world we live in. So thank you, President and Dr. Biden, for inviting me to this historic bill signing. Grateful doesn't begin to express the emotions I feel. Now, this Cummings gal, guy, is a bit of an activist. Uh, he tried to run for city council once. Thank God he lost. He tweeted last June 
during his campaign, quote, I'm a proud femme, queer, non-binary, none of that exists, by the way, none of that makes sense, drag artist who wants to defund police and fund education, affordable housing, social work, and I'm running for city council with a lot of queer candidates, and we are going to fight for you, the people, not police unions, not real estate, but for you. Here's the problem she had during her campaign. Uh, last I checked, people don't like crime, people do like the police, and people need to live in places. So the reality is she's going against everything that people need. Housing, you know, I'm not going to do the real estate. Well, real estate is needed to build housing. So what she's saying, or what he's saying, makes absolutely no sense. This guy also wanted wants to abolish ICE. This guy wanted to build an ACAB cafe, which is a coffee house that ex that makes it that cops cannot be served. So this is just a really wonderful guy here. Um, he also likes to dance in front of children. There's a video out there where he's in a bar in a skimpy blue leotard, mind you, barely covering his butt crack lip-syncing to Baby Shark and singing to a little girl. It's a pretty gross display, and I don't know why people look at this and think this is, this is okay. So he tweeted about performing in front of children. This is what he said. Quote, anyone who thinks drag isn't for children is wrong. Drag is expression, and children are such judgment-free beings. They don't really care what you're wearing. Just that you are performing. Yes, well, I care that you are wearing basically a thong in front of kids. Yes, I, I care about that. If I walked outside right now in my underwear, well, my underwear probably wouldn't be too bad. But if I wore a thong, I guarantee you people would complain. Here's the thing. Is it really surprising that Joe Biden invites a couple of perverts to, I'm sure these are not going to be the only two perverts at this signing. Okay. Because this is a guy who likes to smell little girl's hair, Joe Biden, and has already been accused of showering with his older daughter. It shouldn't be surprising that, it, that Joe Biden invites these people because he's just as much a pervert as they are. I also want to point out that gays, lesbians, and bisexuals don't like trans people. Lesbians are insulted that these uh, by these people because they want them kicked they so much so they want them kicked out of that LGBTQRSTUVWXYZ. They feel like they're being ghosted by men pretending to be women, and they're being made fun of. And a lot of women, feminists, don't like them either, because feminists like that. Women don't act like this. Look at that guy. I can't remember his name, but look at that guy who does all those commercials. Day four hundred of being a girl. You're not a girl, dude. You're a guy. This is why the a term a term the term turf, which means trans exclusionary radical feminist feminist, came from in the trans in the trans group, because they know women do not feminists do not do not like them, lesbians do not like like them. In fact, just this weekend, a group of lesbians was protesting trans people, and they were attacked by a group of men who think they are women. They had their signs taken away. One of the women was assaulted. Something that I didn't see was the comment, why was it so easy for these, quote, trans women to steal and assault these women, these lesbians at this protest? Because they were men? 
and the lesbian women were women. But, you know, they've been, the uh, trans men have been put on the uh, higher side of the uh, intersectionality victim list. So now they're considered more human than real women. Well, this next story shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody. As a matter of fact, um, you're probably going to be talking about stuff like this for the next two weeks. And I, I and this is one of the reasons why I love the Christmas season. Uh, I love the I love the family. I love the weather. I love the holiday. I love the celebration. It's one of the holidays uh, besides Easter that we really. Besides Easter and for believe it or not, All Saints Day, which is um, Day of the Dead in Mexico, uh, November first, the day after Halloween, it's one of the day. It's one of the days that we actually celebrate our religion. And, and I, I'm very, I'm very Catholic. I celebrate God on a daily basis. I thank Him for everything I have on a daily basis. I'm not the greatest Catholic in the world. I'm working on it. But I, it's one of the reasons I just love Christmas. It is a day that I do think about Jesus Christ on his day. And by the way, Mary's birthday was yesterday. So I just found that. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know. But apparently in Mexico, they do celebrate Mary's birthday. So good for us. But the other reason I love Christmas is the left just freaks the frick out every time. They see a Christmas tree or a Star of David or whatever. Well, here's a great story. So I, I, I love this story. Now, I need to warn you, there will be cussing. And it, I, I am not going to cuss because I'm angry. I'm going to cuss because this leftist, who, by the way, is part of the Human Rights Commission in Boston, really got angry. Uh, okay, so according to Fox News, I won't give away the boat yet. A member of the Boston suburbs Human Rights Commission resigned after posting a profanity-laden post to, to Facebook last week that mocked God and cursed her fellow citizens amid controversy regarding the local library's Christmas trees. Now, when I when she they say cursed, she really went off. That's why I, I do not want to skip this because it is it is such a vile post. Uh, again, if there are kids there and you don't want to hear them, you just skip the story or listen to it later. Continuing with the article, the downtown Dedham, Massachusetts, uh, the town of Dedham, Massachusetts, about 30 miles southwest of Boston, drew national attention after Lisa Desmond, manager of the local Endicott Branch Library, wrote a Facebook post earlier this month that its annual Christmas tree display had apparently been canceled to prevent offending people. I have, quote, I have never posted a negative post on Facebook, Desmond wrote on December 2nd. That is, until now. I found out today that my beautiful library will not have its Christmas tree this year. Now, understand something about this library. It celebrates everything. It celebrated Juneteenth. It celebrates Hanukkah. It celebrated Passover. For Christ's sake, it celebrates Kwanzaa. But they can't. They but the powers to be decided to skip Christmas this year. For, I mean, Kwanzaa for Christ's sake was invented in the '60s by a guy who murdered and dismembered his girlfriend, and they're still celebrating this piece of crap. I don't even want to call it a holiday. It's nothing. And this is for the first time in the library's history 
they're not having a Christmas tree up. This really pissed off the gal. The, the Facebook post by this Desmond really pissed off the gal who decided to get rid of the tree. Fox News says it best. I might as well just read from them because it's great. And I here comes the cousin. Diane Loud, who was appointed to the Human Rights Commission in Dedham, Massachusetts, by the town's Commission on Disability, reportedly called Desmond a selfish fucking bitch in a subsequent Facebook post that accused her of endangering lives by raising the issue. So you can, according to the left, if you have a Christmas tree, you are endangering lives. Okay, here we go. Quote, for a tree, for a motherfucking tree, you have put people's lives in a lot of danger, a lot of danger, Loud wrote to Desmond. Addressing others, she spec because the, the town did not want wanted a tree. They Fox News did covered this thing, and everybody out there wanted a tree. Addressing others, she speculated might have also have been responsible for bringing the controversy to wire attention, which is everybody. Now continued in part, I hope the fact that you, who claim to believe in Christ and Christmas or whatever happy horses you're trying to hide behind, are the, she has dashes all through this thing. She doesn't know how to write. So I'll start that over again. So you, you hear, I I don't know, it's... She could call it a use a comma. I don't know. People on people on social media just don't know how to write anymore. I try to use proper uh, capital proper capital letters. I try to use the proper punctuation. Anyway, I hope the fact that you and then she's got a dash. She should have a comma. Who claim to believe in Christ and Christmas or whatever happy horses triple dash. You're trying to hide behind another dash are the least gracious, most hateful, most disgusting trash in the world. Is this what you think your magic sky daddy wants? Where the Bible was that where was the Bible? Where in the Bible was this again? She wrote in closing. I would like to add fuck you, you pieces of trash. I hate each and every one of you. And I do wish great suffering on you. <laughs> you are terrible, terrible people, and you did it all because you didn't get your way. You are despicable, Loud uh, concluded. Merry Christmas! I mean, I, I don't even know what to say to this whole thing. So, I, I mean, this is a broad who's supposed to belong to the Human Rights Commission. Well, here's some shockers here. She's LGBTQ. She's held pride events. And she has a 13-year-old trans kid. I don't know what the kid's transition to. Maybe a bunny or a walrus or something. I have no idea. Well, in the end, the community threw a fit. The human rights, this human, and I use that in scare quotes, this human rights broad ended up resigning. And guess what happened? The library put up the tree. Absolutely incredible. And by the way, this is how we're going to get things done. This is how we're going to get Christmas back in. This is how we're going to get religion back in to the world. Because uh, if we don't start complaining about this stuff, um, nothing's ever going to happen. We're never going to change anything. Now, I'm almost at 30 minutes. I'm almost out of time. But uh, this is a story. I, I really I love this story because it just shows the hypocrisy of people who aren't just woke, but are trying to be woke because they're not really woke. 
and they're really trying, and all they do is make an ass out of themselves and prove that they are the same thing they condemn everyone else. So according to Fox News, a Pennsylvania school board member who refused to vote for the only cis white male on the board uh, to serve as president has decided to resign from her position at the start of 2023. Upper Moreland School Board member Jennifer Salat made the comments during the open school board meeting on December 6th, just before a vote was held to appoint a new board president. Now, there's so many things wrong with the story already, but let's hear what she had to say. And there are when I heard what when I heard her actually speak, because Fox News has the has her words, but they don't if you see it in written form, it doesn't work. You have to listen to what she says. So here she is. That I believe that Mr. DeLeo would make an excellent president. However, I feel that electing the only cis white male on this board president of this district sends the wrong message to our community, a message that is contrary to what we as a board have been trying to accomplish. I think that it's important that we practice what we preach and that our words have strength when they are spoken, whether we speak them from the neighborhood sidewalks or from behind these tables. Mrs. Steinbeck has done an exemplary job as president these last few months, and the strength of her performance has earned her my vote tonight. I mean, this is an example where you're really trying to be woke, and it ain't coming across real well. Notice how she said, sis instead of cis. Cis and cis, they're not words, but she doesn't even know that it's cis white male, not cis white male. That's because she doesn't know how to be woke. She only knows, she doesn't even know the terms, so she can't get it. And I would suggest this board, if this is the only straight white male on a school board, you got to really wonder if maybe this school board's got some some issues. You mean you've got another guy? I, I, if you look at the video, there's another guy sitting there. What, he's gay? What is a gay man doing on a school board? Now, granted, you don't need to have any kids in the school district, which I think is a big mistake right off the bat. You don't have to have kids in the school district to be on a school board. That's how half these people get their political careers moving is just by joining a board of some kind. But the fact that you've got a guy who's probably a father, a father of a child on the school board, you don't want to be president because he's a straight white guy, and you don't have any straight white guys on the school board, or he's the only one, suggests there's a problem? I, I, I would say that your school board already has a problem. But at the end, at the end, she, she said, I'm not voting for this guy even though he'd be a great president because he's a straight white male and sends the wrong message. But then she realized, oh, my God, it, it's not a reason to vote for the gal. And then she just completely realizes her, her BS statement and she reverses it. And she says that the other gal would be not even better, would be great. And she ends up voting for this gal. 
So she doesn't even she doesn't even believe the BS she's saying. The other thing is, what have we learned about this woman? Well, she doesn't like straight people, so she's a bigot. She doesn't like white people, even though she's white, so she's a racist. And she doesn't like men, so she's a sexist. Needless to say, this broad resigned, I think, yesterday. Okay, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I didn't get through everything today. Oh, we got so much to talk about. Hope you enjoy. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.